0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Embodied Nourishment Podcast. Okay, let's jump right in. So today I am going to talk about the difference between a food allergy and just straight up old anxiety and how people get these two things confused way too often. Okay, so let's talk about the gut first for a little bit. So In your gut, and when I say gut, I'm talking about the intestines, there are billions and billions and maybe even perhaps trillions of species of bacteria that live inside of us. Now, I know usually when we think of bacteria, we think of it as like a bad thing, a yucky thing. We got hand sanitizer for bacteria. We try to clean it up. Um, But... There are good, healthy bacterias out there, and they live inside of us, and it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful symbiotic relationship between our bodies and them. What these bacteria do is they help us to digest food, uh, well, to digest the parts of foods that we are not able to digest, in fact, the bacteria in our guts digest 30% of all of the food that we eat. When, when I say um, digest this food, we are not able to digest certain parts of food, such as fiber. We cannot digest fiber. We do not have the enzymes to break down fiber. But these bacteria that live in our guts, they do. They can break down the fiber. They break it down for us. And what makes this a beautiful symbiotic relationship is that the bacteria gets the nutrition that they need from the food that we eat. And in their processes of breaking down the parts of food that we can't digest... It helps to extract even more nutrients from food, even more vitamins and minerals from food that we need, that we then get to absorb. So it's this, this beautiful symbiotic relationship where they help to nourish us and we also nourish them. And we live beautifully, happily ever after. Okay, so the it's really important to keep our guts. The, the bacteria in our gut healthy. And the way that we do that, honestly, it's a lot more simple than the world makes it out to be. It's just by eating food. I mean really it's it's by eating from all of the different food groups, all of the food groups. Um, j- just all of them, dairy, fruits, vegetables, meats, cheeses dairies i think i said dairy eggs ev- just everything everything the the composition of the bacteria in our guts will change and respond and be very it can become very heavily affected by our diets and this is when we run into some dangerous territory as far as like elimination diets go. And anxiety is is kind of wrapped up in there as well. And it's all tied together. So my purpose of making this podcast today is to offer just a different perspective. And if you are somebody who has been really like stressing out, with stomach issues and gut issues and you feel like you've gone for all of these allergy tests and you have, you know, tried every single elimination diet and you just cannot find the root cause of your discomfort, I hope that this will maybe give you some answers because the elimination diets in, the, in it of themselves can, can ironically be the very thing that is causing your discomfort okay? Now, I will say this. If you have gone for allergy testing and, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about real true allergies. There are real true allergies to dairy. There are obviously real true food allergies. Um, celiac disease is a real thing. Some people are, are just not able to process um, gluten effectively and it can cause a lot of problems. So, you know, if that is your situation, obviously I'm not talking to you. Okay, um, this is for the people who have tried everything, who have tried eliminating everything, and and you just haven't found any answers. Okay, so let's first talk about anxiety. Okay, let's just, let's just start with that. I think that's a that's a good topic to start with because anxiety can absolutely wreak havoc on your gut. So. Fun fact, if you didn't know this, serotonin is the neurotransmitter that's responsible for helping to regulate our mood. Makes us happy, makes us feel good, but it also helps to just regulate all of our emotions. When you have anxiety, we have an increase in serotonin. Now, 75% of the serotonin that our brain needs, is actually produced in the gut. It's produced right in the intestines. And if, I'm not sure if you've heard of the phrase before the gut-brain axis, but there is a connection, right? And how fitting how I talk about this all the time about how (laughs) the mind-body connection. There is a direct link between your gut and your brain. This is why we feel things in our guts. You know the phrase, I have a gut feeling, right? Um, You quite literally have brain cells in your gut. So you feel things there. So when you have anxiety, when you're excited about something, when you're depressed, any kind of mood, it can affect your appetite. Now, if you are somebody who struggles with anxiety on any caliber, whether it's, you know, just like, normal everyday life stuff every every now and again you get anxiety you're anxious about something excited about something or if you struggle chronically with anxiety you can feel this in your stomach now a lot of times and i have seen this time and time again people will often confuse this pain in their stomach for an allergy a food allergy And then what I see time and time again is people go down these rabbit holes of trying to figure out which food it is that they are allergic to. And then they do the elimination diet, right? They'll start with, okay, I'm going to eliminate dairy for a few weeks and see if that helps. And then it doesn't help. And then they say, okay, that didn't work. I'm going to try to eliminate gluten now. And then they'll go and eliminate gluten for a few weeks. And they'll say, okay, that didn't help now i'm going to eliminate red meat let's see if that helps okay that didn't help and it just keeps going and going and going and here's the thing i just got done explaining how maintaining a healthy gut microbiome but the community of bacteria that lives inside of your gut you need all of you need to be eating all of the food groups in order to do that in order to keep it healthy and feeling good. When you start messing around with elimination diets, what happens is the composition of the bacteria in your gut starts to change. And this is that ironic part where the elimination diets in it of themselves are now causing even more stomach upset than had you originally started with and what happens is people will confuse this and take it as some kind of evidence however it is false evidence for a food allergy but in reality it was never an allergy you perhaps maybe you were going through something stressful in your life or you just struggle with anxiety and that is the cause of the stomach upset not the food. And further, ironically, doing elimination diets are very stressful. Elimination diets in and of themselves can cause anxiety. So it becomes this crazy hamster wheel that's really hard to get off of. Um, another thing too, I, and I have one old, um, one old client, I will never forget her story because it was just so prominent and, and uh, she, she had gotten sick quite a few years back and the doctor prescribes an antibiotic. Now, antibiotics, yes, we need them for, absolutely for certain things, but antibiotic, what that, what that phrase means is antibacterial. Okay, so when you take an antibiotic, yes, it's going to kill off whatever bacteria is making you sick. But antibiotics are not species specific. So they also will kill off some of that bacteria in your gut that keeps you healthy. So that's why sometimes if you take an antibiotic, you can get stomach pain because it's disrupting the bacteria in your gut that's keeping your digestive system healthy and it hurts. So I had this one client who she had gone through like a series of, of, Illnesses where she needed several series of antibiotics, and it had just completely wiped out her um, her digestive tract of of the healthy bacteria. But she didn't know this, right? So she just got this stomach pain, and then thought to herself that she had a food allergy. Um, so she went down the path of starting to do elimination diets. And this is the ironic thing, right? So her, her stomach bacteria had been completely wiped out. And then she started eliminating foods, which then was making her stomach pain even worse because by eliminating foods, the bacteria in her gut was never able to reestablish itself. And let me tell you, this went on for years for her. That by the time she came to me, she, she went through allergy tests. She went through all the elimination diets, scratching her head. She never connected it to the antibiotics. Because most people don't know this. How are you supposed to know, right? The the doctors are supposed to know. They, they should know. But no, instead, the doctors encouraged elimination diets. Oh, your stomach hurts. Let's do this test. Let's do that test. When in reality, it was just antibiotics. But anyway, um, it, it, this this was going on for years. And... By the time she came to me after doing all the tests, all the all the elimination diets, she just was at her wit's end and came to me and just said, I have no idea what to do. Whatever you say, I am at your mercy. I'm ready to do it. I need relief. She was just so miserable, so losing so much weight. Um, not a good situation. So I asked her, you know, I did my intake, asked her lots and lots of questions about medication use, the history of medication use, the timeline of kind of everything that has been going on. And I said to her, I said, you know, I know this is going to sound absolutely crazy. I know you're going to think I'm like a batshit crazy right now, but to be honest with you, I honestly think the intervention for you is to just reintroduce everything, all the food groups, all back into your diet all at once and just start eating And she kind of put her hands up in the air and she was like, honestly, I never thought of that, but okay, let's do it. And I explained to her everything that I just explained in the first, you know, 12 minutes of this recording. And she was scared, of course, um, but she said, okay, let's do it. And we went a little bit slow, aggressive, aggressive, but slow. And We started reintroducing all of the things that she had eliminated. We put back in, um, gluten was the last thing that I remember that she added because she was really scared of that one. But slowly but surely we started to add dairy and soy and and, um, certain vegetables that she um, had swore off, and then eventually gluten. And it took a little while, but lo and behold, she is perfectly happy and healthy again. No more stomach pains. She's dealing with anxiety a lot better. Um, Her gut bacteria has been completely restored and she is eating and happy and not stressing about her diet anymore. No allergies, no food insensitivities, just a microbiome that was wiped out with antibiotics and then years of stress trying to figure out why. And the solution the whole time was just to eat everything. Now, I will say, um, if, this, if this podcast recording has inspired you to go ahead and reintroduce everything back into your diet, I will say this. It takes a few weeks of doing that for your microbiome to reestablish itself. And this is why a lot of people get stuck In the hamster wheel of elimination diets, okay? Because it takes some time to change the environment of your gut with all of the different foods for the good, healthy bacteria to come and reestablish itself. And in the meantime, while you are eating these foods and that healthy bacteria is not there yet, it can make your stomach hurt really bad. It can make you constipated. It can give you diarrhea and it can just straight up hurt. A lot of gas, a lot of bloating. And like I said, this is why a lot of people continue down the path of elimination diets, trying to figure out what's causing it. Because yeah, of course, if if you start to reintroduce dairy and then all of a sudden you're all gassy and bloated and constipated, of course you're going to think, oh my God, look, see, I am allergic to dairy. No, you're not allergic to dairy. That's your stomach trying to call back in and grow that healthy bacteria so that it can digest it again. And this takes a few weeks. So really, but but it's the only way. It's the only way. The only way to get out of this disaster is to literally eat through it. And just, you know, remind yourself, listen, for the next few weeks, I'm going to be uncomfortable there's going to be discomfort but it's the only way the only way out is through the only way out is to eat through it so that's the little bit that i had that i wanted to share with everybody today of course like i said um there are absolutely real food allergies out there and obviously avoid those foods if you actually have an allergy to them but if you you know if you've been trying this for years and years and you're just scratching your head and it's destroyed your relationship with food, try just eating everything again. Try putting it all back in. Um, you know we also live in a world right now where there's you know food, diet, body is there's a big market for it all, and we live in a world and an economy in a system right now where companies, corporations, people, individuals are looking to capitalize off of people's pain. And they really, they capitalize off of people's vulnerabilities. And we see this a lot in the functional medicine world. Now, I'm not knocking functional medicine. Functional medicine has its place. Functional medicine solves a lot of problems that the um, Western medical industrial complex pharmaceutical companies cannot. But nothing is black and white. There is a lot of corruption within the Western medical industrial complex pharmaceutical companies. A lot of corruption. However, sometimes pharmaceuticals are necessary sometimes we do need medical care from western doctors it's not black and white and the purpose of this is to get you more in touch with your body so that you can decide which parts of this system work for me which parts of this system doesn't work for me what can i eliminate and then you create your own healthcare plan that's in line with your body right okay so same thing right turn to the functional medicine world There's a lot of corruption in the functional medicine world as well. You could think of like the Western medical industrial complex and functional medicine as kind of like a political spectrum, right? And there are people, companies, corporations, individuals in the functional medicine world who have really, really... um, intense dogmas of belief that are really not rooted in much of of scientific study and but they they run with it and their methodologies of selling themselves is really preying on people's vulnerabilities um but with that being said there's also wonderful things i i use functional medicine i love acupuncture right acupuncture is functional medicine chiropractic care is functional medicine My point being, listen to your body, right? Which which aspects of the functional medicine world do you like? Which aspects of the functional medicine world resonate with your health and well-being? Instead of like, right, like the political spectrum of having to pick a side, because both sides, let's be real, are full of shit, but also have some good stuff, right? So which parts of which sides resonate with you and your body and your health care and your well-being? And you could pick and choose, right? Maybe, let's say you have uh, an autoimmune disease, okay? Maybe in your autoimmune disease, you find that both immunosuppressants and acupuncture together make you feel really good and healthy beautiful great awesome don't have to eliminate anything out of your diet for that (laughs) right so that's just an example of picking and choosing and piecing together and trusting your body as opposed to this doctor over here in the western medicine world telling you this is exactly what you have to do for every single thing for this condition versus this functional medicine doctor over here who tells you the complete opposite and says don't trust the western medical doctor and they're you know fighting with each other with completely polarized views and ideas on how to treat a condition and you're left in between feeling like you have to pick a side you don't have to pick a side you don't you can take from both take what resonates and leave the rest behind it's your life it's your body you get to decide your health care plan. Okay, so that's where I come in. I came running in here with the topic of food allergies and food sensitivities. Um, the Western medical doctors, they'll run their tests and then, you know, they won't have an answer for you. And I don't know, they, may, they, might, they might give you some kind of like anxiety medication, which can help, which, you know, which might work. Um but by and large might just send you for endless, endless, endless testing without ever, they don't know, oh my god, the western medical doctors don't know anything about the microbiome, even the gastroenterologists, surprisingly, the gastroenterologists don't know Anything about the microbiome in the gut and how anxiety is linked to it You just go in whenever you have a stomach issue. You just go into the gastroenterologist And you say oh my stomach hurts and then they do an endoscopy and they put all these tubes inside of you and do a colonoscopy And then the tests come back and it says oh everything's fine Nothing's wrong and you're like, okay Well, my stomach fucking hurts and they're like, I don't know. I don't see anything right and then what happens is You come out of that appointment and you go to the functional medicine doctor and then the functional medicine doctor is like, oh, well, if your stomach hurts, of course the gastroenterologist doesn't know why. They don't know about food insensitivities. Do an elimination diet. And then you go down the list of elimination diets and then this whole time, you're just fucking up the microbiome in your gut more and more and more. And you're getting more anxious and more frustrated and then your stomach hurts even more and it's like, you know what? Really, what you have to do is you have to eat everything and you need to manage your stress. That's it. Look, you, don't, you actually don't even need either one of them in that scenario. <laughs> you just need yourself. You just need to eat everything and meditate. And I don't mean to like, you know, be flippant about, you know, to say meditate. I understand life is crazy. We have so many stressors. We have so much shit going on in our lives. And... Perhaps the proper intervention then is to look at your life. How can you decrease the stress in your life? Are you in a relationship that's really bad for you and that you hate and that's toxic, abusive, whatever? Maybe, maybe the answer there is not eliminating dairy. Maybe the answer is, is to start talking about a plan to exit your relationship. Are you at a job that you hate that is just sucking the soul out of your life? Maybe the answer is not to eliminate gluten. Maybe the answer is to start looking towards a different career path that's going to fill your soul. And this, oh, this is my favorite part when it all comes together, right? Because when we talk about life things, especially like with my clients in sessions, It's so funny. We almost never talk about food. And it's funny because I'm a registered dietitian. I spent five, six years of my life studying this. And then when I get into my sessions, we like maybe talk about food like 20% of the time. The other 80% of the time, we're talking about life. I joke. I joke and say I'm more of like a life coach than a dietitian because all of these other things that happen in life impact your food intake. It's not about the food. It's not about the food. And this is where we start to look. Well, through the relationship with food, we start to look at other areas of our life. And by looking at other areas of our life, we bring it back to the food. It's all connected. Okay. Oh, I think that's all I had to say about that today. So, yes, in conclusion... If you are somebody who thinks that you have some kind of food allergies, food sensitivities, but you really actually don't have any evidence for that, I hope that this podcast helps you to reassess and reevaluate all the things that um, have been going on and to come up with a, I hope it inspires you to come up with your own healthcare plan because you have the answers inside of you. Nobody knows your body better than you and that's facts. All right, guys, I am going to leave, as always, my information down below if you'd like to work with me, and if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can follow me at embodied.nourishment. All right, guys, see you on the next episode. Bye.